Welcome to the Run Your Day podcast, a show dedicated to helping you expand your capacity, take your life in every area to an entirely new level, and creating a day and a life by design. Here's your host, Dan Hafner. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Run Your Day podcast. As always, your host, Dan Hafner here. Uh, I'm joined by a very special guest today. I'm very excited, uh, Mr. Matthew McGregor. I will introduce him here in a moment. Um, but I, uh, I'm very excited for this because I think they'll have some really good things to talk about. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about apps and business today. Uh, so I hopefully I don't nerd out too much on this. <laughs> um, yeah, without any further ado, um, we're speaking with Mr. Matthew McGregor, who is a master of business growth. He is a speaker, an author, a coach, a trainer, and is the founder and creator of 22 apps. It's a software platform uh, that allows anyone to create and design their own personalized mobile app for iPhone and Android to ultimately engage more people and market to an even larger audience. Um, so how's it going, Matt? Nice to have you here. Absolutely. Uh, it's going very, very good. Thank you for having me, Daniel. All right. So um, I guess just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of take us into what is 22 apps. Yeah, totally. Um, so I got started in uh, this kind of world, um, not with, you know, apps. Um, well, uh, you know, apps are fantastic and we'll talk about that in a moment. I actually got started um, where I was building digital marketing campaigns for people. So I built like funnels and webinars and launches and all kind of stuff um, for, for, for my clients. Um, and one thing that I started noticing across the board for like all of them um, is that the amount of traffic and the amount of engagement they were getting on a regular sort of daily, you know, or weekly basis was, uh, <laughs> was bad to put it simply. Um, and the reason for that is uh, number one, because um, uh, a lot of them rely on like email marketing and while email marketing like used to be, and you know, people uh, used to be so great and people always talk about it being, you know, this, this thing that everybody needs. Um, uh, it, it is something that people should apply to their business, but it's just not where it used to be. In fact, like, well, I've just, for me personally, I woke up this morning with 22 emails, um, and zero of them were important. I didn't really need to respond to any of them. And it's like, there's all this clutter and digital noise that's going on in our lives. Um, and then we turn to, when we turn to social media, it's not that much better. It's like Facebook and Instagram, they, they want you to pay to play. They want you to pay to run ads. And so they limit the amount of organic reach. And it's like, um, at the end of the day, whether it's uh, email going to spam or promotions or, you know, not ever being looked at or whether it's social media, um, uh, not, you know, uh, where you're just not even appearing on the feeds at all because <laughs> uh, of the algorithms. Uh, it, it's like, what exactly can we do? Um, and that's where the idea of apps was really born. And, um, and what I've done is I've created a platform that allows anybody to have their own mobile app to use it. Um, not as just like another website, but as an actual marketing tool, uh, where users can download it and access you and your world and what you're all about um, daily or weekly or however often. And then you can bring them back into the app through what are called push notifications, um, which for anyone listening is are the little notifications, the little dings that pop up on your phone 
um, whether it's from an app or uh, it, you often see it as a text message, a phone call, whatever it might be. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And for those of you that, um, you know, you can access the run your day podcast inside of uh, the app that I have called Runwage, which you might may or may not be listening to. Um, but that's kind of how all of this is built as well. So um, what I'm curious, why, um, why 22 apps? What's, what's the number 22? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, uh, th there's uh, th the reason we chose that was because um, uh, we were trying to come up with a really good name. And part of it is a lot of the domain names with apps are, are actually taken. And so when we stumbled across um, this domain name, 22 apps, it's like uh, we looked into it, see what it really meant behind it. And um, what the number 22 stands for is like optimization and results and productivity. Um, and, uh, and we thought that really resembled like us as a, as a company. So, uh, I thought that was cool. So you're saying yeah. the, the number 22 actually stands for all that, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, according to Google, interesting. <laughs> according to Uncle Google. Very, very interesting. Okay. So, um, so I guess you kind of answered my next question, which was going to be like, you know, why apps, why are they special? But you kind of answered that as well. So, you know, why why should a business have an app today, whether it's a brick and mortar business or whether you have an, you know, an e-commerce business, like why should you have an app? Absolutely. So um, the idea behind uh, like as a whole, um, uh, like one thing I'll start off with is apps versus websites. If that's all right. Yeah, Cause I no. get that question a lot. Like should I have an app when I already have a website? Um, so uh, I feel like websites have their place though. Um, uh, and I'll explain that though. My kind of direction that I'm looking to go is I believe that all business owners should really have an app as you were kind of saying. And the reason for this is, uh, is two things. Um, number one, unlike a, where's a website, um, uh, you might get somebody to come at once and they might go through all your stuff and that's fine. And that's awesome. But it's unlikely that they're going to visit you again and again and again and again, like every single day. And it's very unlikely that they're going there to engage in your world um, on a regular basis. Whereas with a mobile app, um, the idea behind a mobile app is to create consistent engagement. It's to have it right there on the home screen where all they have to do is touch it. <laughs> and it opens up your world when they click on it. Um, and the idea is that you control the entire environment. You get to, to choose what goes in your app, what doesn't, how it's laid out, how the screens all connect together, how the flow goes, how you lead people through your sales process, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, whereas obviously like with um, other platforms, uh, like um, where, you know, um, where with Facebook or something like that, sure, it might be on their phone, but there's like everybody else competing for the screen real estate on there. Um, so, and then uh, when you mix that in mobile apps with the push notifications, it makes it easy to bring them back into the app. And so you want to kind of think of it like, um, uh, this is an engagement tool. This is something that um, people can go back and use on a regular basis. Um, and I'll go into some examples of engagement in a second, though I'll also add to the website thing. Um, I don't think websites are like, as we move into this mobile app era, as I like to say, uh, I don't think websites are dead per se. 
um, they definitely have their place, especially when it comes to being used for media um, and like being featured in publications and getting recognized and having credibility and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, where people need to check you out like once or twice, it's perfect for that, but it's not the solution when it comes to engagement. So um, uh, some examples of engagement in, in an app uh, as for a couple different business types. Um, a lot of our clients have been our like coaches, consultants, people who do courses, health and wellness, um, relationships, like all this kind of stuff. And they've been using their app as almost like a resource app where uh, when people download it, um, they can get access to all sorts of um, like the content, videos, trainings, audio, um, all their all their stuff, and they can start to lead them through whether it's a series of courses or a series of um, funnels, even uh, where they bring them from. As an example, uh, one of my clients has it set up where she releases one video a day uh, in this challenge sequence um, in her app to when people download her app, it's like you, you get one video a day um, and it leads them through not only a fantastic education process where they're being brought back to the app every single day, staying engaged, connecting with them, um, but it's leading of course to a sale <laughs> at the end, which is for business owners, the most important thing. <laughs> um, uh, so it can be a resource app. Uh, it can also be like a tool. Um, one of my clients uh, has it where um, he's got this cool business uh, real quick. Um, his name uh, 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 is David and David's got this business where he sells, um, uh, he's got these Keurig pods. Like, you know, uh, Daniel, like the Keurig um, coffee little pods you put yeah. in the machine, it's go, yeah. Um, uh, well, instead of having like coffee in them, he fills them with tea and um, he has this branding on them, this well-off kind of branding. And it's like this uh, mindfulness sort of tea, Keurig product, whatever. Um, anyway, he, he didn't create his app around like tea. <laughs> he created his app rather around supporting the brand. And so what he's done with his, his app is people log in every single day and um, they basically uh, rank themselves on... Um, how they're how they've been doing that day and it gives them this mantra card that they kind of read off and these little you know gratitude kind of statements and then gives them this list news for the day and then if they check off all those to do it to do's it gives them a little bit of there's a little bit of gamification there's some fireworks there's some uh, imaginary points um and, and and that sort of thing but then how it's monetized is when they get enough imaginary points um or you know they've been using the app long enough, it's going to say, hey, because you've, you've been using this app daily, we want to reward you with a 48-hour coupon code. <laughs> and so they actually feel like they earned it. They feel like, oh my goodness, I, I won. I earned this coupon code. So of course they're going to use it. Of course they're going to go buy something. So there's all sorts of use cases. Very with, cool. With very this. cool. Yeah. You're, you're speaking my language for sure. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what I've built. So, but it's funny because um, I even worked as for a while as a reseller where I was actually um, working on, you know, building apps for, for businesses and stuff. Oh, and one cool. of the most common things that I heard 
you know, and we might have business owners listening to this episode. Yeah. Um, you know, like the, the most common thing I hear is like, well, why do I need an app? Like I'm a photographer, you know, why, why do I need an app? And, and it was funny. I'm, I'm interested to see like what you would say about that. Because like, for me, like it was, you know, it was a more of a mentality thing. It was more of like, Hey, how can I take this asset and go bigger and go and, and kind of differentiate was what, what, what I tried to like, you know, talk to them about, but I'm kind of interested, like, you know, when, when someone, when you hear someone say like, well, I don't need an app, like, what, what do you say to that? Um, so in a lot of cases, it really is about, they just, they can't see it. It's too, it's, it's, it's not mainstream. Like the, the idea behind 22 apps is we're trying to make apps mainstream yeah but up until now it's been very expensive you hire a big development team to build the app for you know tens of thousands of dollars um uh so people aren't familiar with how they work um and so i often you know you really do have to uh, be creative right on the fly and say oh here's an idea here's a suggestion um uh like uh it, it obviously there's all sorts of different ways people can go when it comes to building an app. It's, it's a, it's certain, it's different than a website or something simple like, like that. But, um, it, 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 I like to say the sky's really a lot, a lot higher. There's a, there's obviously a limit with Apple's, uh, Apple and Android, but, uh, uh, the sky is almost a little mental when it comes. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. Like I even worked with a lady one time. She doesn't use it anymore but she ran like a, um, like a boutique shop or maybe it's not a boutique. I can't even think of the name, what it was. It was like a refurbishing shop, right? Where she would buy yeah. furniture and refurbish it. And she had classes and she would sell tickets and she did everything through Facebook. And when I talked to her about it, she was like, wow, an app would be awesome. Right. So like it was that mental shift right? that had, that happened. Right. But you would never think like you're just walking down some random street in West Virginia and like, Oh, this little store has an app. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's interesting. So I guess like, what are some of the, um, what are some of the shifts you're seeing with COVID-19 and all the different mobile behavior and, um, you know, even like, you know, mobile versus website behavior, what are some of the things you've seen over like since March? Um, just, uh, there's a, there's a, a variety of things. Um, the biggest thing for me that I've found is um, it's interesting because other people I've talked to have not experienced this or experienced the complete opposite. But what I personally found, which is what I can share, <laughs> is um, that the number of people uh, attending my what like any events or webinars or um, getting downloads or, or, or apps or you know whatever it is, um, the number of the traffic has dropped like very very dramatically um for myself but then the conversions on that traffic that has entered into my world is about the same so um the hmm. of the number of people who come in the number of buyers is about the same but it's just way less people coming in um and so uh, i believe that that's because of like the consistent engagement that I, I create in the world. And, um, and then another part of this, which I've been like, I run a little, I 
run a mastermind on on Wednesdays, and part of what I share with them is around um, with COVID uh, COVID nineteen uh, as business owners or even you know um, as organizations or leaders or whatever it is you do, uh, people are a lot more um, not less trusting but less open to, um, uh, they need more trust built or more credibility or more time spent with somebody before they're willing to, you know, open up their wallet and, and say yes to something. A lot of people make the mistake of saying, uh, everybody, everybody has way less money right now or is like way cheaper or, you know, is not willing to open up their, their wallets at all. That's not true. It's just that they, um, they're concerned that they don't want to run out of money. And so it takes a little bit more effort, a little bit more um, connection, a little bit more time, but uh, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Type well, of thing. That's, that's an interesting thought too. Cause I, I, I was speaking with somebody about that too. And they talked about how, you know, with a lot of these businesses taking PPE loans or PPP loans or whatever it was called, right. Yeah. They actually have some more money. Plus a lot of people I've heard even, you know, um, and I can attest to this too. You almost have more money. It was, I mean, for me, it's different because I, I stay at home and work, but you know, for sure. people that commute every day, they save all that money on commuting and eating out at lunch. And they actually find they have a lot more spending money. My parents are included in this. They're like, we have so much spending money. You know what I mean? Cause they're like, we don't, we're not going out anymore. So it's the same, it's that, it's that consumer behavior. And I think a lot of people, I think you hit the nail on the head with that of like, man, it's, um, everyone's broke, but that's just not the case. But like, I, I think you're, you're, you're very onto something where it has to be a lot more specific and niched and very catered, right? Yes, 100%. Yeah, okay, cool. Now, um, I guess to shift gears a little bit, um, you're, you're a, a co, or I shouldn't say co, you're a fellow podcast host. Sure. Um, so I always, I always like having people on here that host their own podcast cause it's, it's very fun. Um, so what is the, his show is called the successful entrepreneur show, right? Okay. Now, so, uh, what is that show about? Tell us a little bit about the show. Yeah. Um, basically I bring on, uh, people, other successful entrepreneurs and, you know, we, we talk, we have some fun, we, we learn, uh, the secrets to their success and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's, uh, it's very casual. <laughs> we like to have fun. So um, yeah, that's it, that's about it though. It's uh, just me featuring other experts. Okay. A little bit like kind of what I do here with, with that. So who's the most interesting person you've had on there? I mean, I wouldn't say the best, you know, don't single out people, but like, who's, who's the most interesting person you've had? Who's the most interesting person I've had? Um, there's been some good ones. Um, uh, the most the most interesting has probably been this, this gal, Roslyn, Roslyn Fung, as like, I didn't really know what she did <laughs> coming into it. Um, and uh, while it, I don't know if it was like, how do you say, the most insightful. <laughs> we just got talking about like all these ta sort of like, uh, 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 not talked about areas of business and like personal life and that sort of thing. She is a, um, like, like I said, I didn't really know what she did, but I found out she was 
she's kind of like a sexual sort of relationship type of gal who's had a lot of success like in that area of business and so she brought in a lot of the stuff around like um us as entrepreneurs as people and you know working on ourselves. but it was in a way deeper way than i ever thought experienced in my life i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> what did i <laughs> this is great but i didn't see this coming it was kind of funny that's yeah. awesome that's awesome <laughs> yeah very cool so well and i guess maybe you know and i like to do that too inside of this show so i mean let, let's go a little bit deeper here so like when it comes to to running a business regardless of what it is you sure. know what what do you what do you feel like is the most common pitfalls that just lead people astray or cause them to just give up or fail. Yeah, that's that's funny you mentioned that because I had a I I, I had a, an enrollment like sales call whatever you want to call it <laughs> um, yesterday with uh, with this gal and um, and she was asking me okay Matthew should I focus my energy on LinkedIn. LinkedIn or Facebook or, you know, YouTube or, you know, she's all over the map. She doesn't really know exactly what she wants to do. Um, and I say, well, you know, what's working for you now? And she said, right now it's LinkedIn, but you know, everybody's saying I got to do these pieces over here. And I'm of the thought <laughs> to say, um, uh, forget what all the gurus are telling you about. You've got to do every single thing under the sun and try and figure everything out. Um, because if you try and do everything, you're going to do everything ba either badly or okayly, but nothing's going to be excellent. Um, and so I'm under the impression of whatever your main method is to get clients and like customers and whatever you uh, are good at and like, <laughs> um, uh, do that. And then as you scale, you can hire on team members to take care of the other stuff. Um, I'm not a big, I don't, <laughs> you may be able to tell. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of posting every day on social media. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I, I've hired somebody on um, to, to take care of that um, now that I'm able to. And joint venture partnerships are essentially where you, um, uh, you have other experts uh, in the industry promote you, mail for you, vouch for you. Um, and if they sign up one of their students, um, you pay them a commission. So that's how I built my business without investing a single dollar is uh, is through joint venture partnerships as with, you know, like Facebook ads, you got to put a lot of money in to make a lot of money with joint ventures. You don't have to put any money in to make a lot of money because <laughs> everything's paid after sale. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you kind of cut out there right in the middle, but oh, um, no, that's okay. That's okay. But I, no, I, I think that's, that's very good because um, I experienced that too. And I'm sure a lot of people um, that might end up listening to this, you know, kind of experience that. And especially when you get started, um, I, I've, I've run into people all the time that just have like 90 ideas and like, there's just, oh, this idea is good. And this, I was this guy, I was this guy hundred percent. You know, I was like, oh man, I could do a business in that. And like, that would be, that's a million dollar idea. And like, oh man, there's this one. And then there's this one. And, and that's great. That's great. If you, you have that start, um, but when you let that get in the way and you let 
like you said, kind of the influence of the gurus or the, the social media world out there get in your way of like just deep dive focusing on like one thing or like one thing per day. Um, that's when you really go vertical. And I, I don't, I, I think it's hard for people to actually understand that until you actually do it. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have experience with that? Like of just being like, yeah, too many nets or too many, you know, yeah. Um, um, couple of years ago, uh, I, I tried, it's a long story, but like, basically I tried starting a personal development business, um, at the same time as I was, uh, trying to grow like, um, the, the funnel webinar kind of business that I had before jumping into the mobile app world. Um, uh, and it basically, I basically spent six months of time just working at it straight. And, um, uh, it ended up making <laughs> about $4,000 after six months of work. And it was a very big waste of time. Um, and the, of course the reason for that is because, um, I, I, I had my attention split. Um, and, uh, it was a challenge to be able to serve the clients at the highest level market at the highest level um, and do all the things when, you know, um, one business requires one thing and this business requires a completely different set of things. Um, and especially when you've, you're trying to make a public image for yourself, people get confused on, I thought he was doing this. Now he's doing this. That doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> that's my story of that. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I, and I've kind of experienced that too myself with having an app and then doing a podcast. Um, but then once I finally figure out how to tie them both together, it was kind of like, Oh, okay. Then it's magic. This, yeah. This, this is magic. So, okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's about all the questions I had. Um, I actually like to have uh, someone, uh, if you have any, do you have one question that you'd like to ask me? I know I didn't prepare you or anything. Sure. Yeah. Um, One what's, question. Who, who's, uh, who's your biggest like uh, favorite mentor or hero or, you know, um, that type of, that type of person and, and why? That's a good question. Um, so weirdly enough, I've never, I've never followed Tony Robbins till recently. Um, but he's not even my guy. There's a guy by the name of Garrett J. White. Hmm. Um, he is, he's the founder of a movement and a, and a company called wake up warrior. Um, I've been following him, been part of his program for a little over two years now, um, based out in California and it has radically changed my life. It was kind of, it was the start of this whole podcast, my app, my whole entrepreneur. Well, I was down the, the entrepreneurial path kind of getting there. Um, but then I, over when I started that, uh, the past two years was when I really started following Garrett in the wake up warrior movement. And, um, why I follow him is I was never, um, I was never good at constructive criticism. I would, I was very sensitive. I would always let people get to me and be under my skin. And there was something about, there's just something about the way that he speaks. And there's something about, um, the message that he continually talks about that just clicked with me. Like it just, it just, it clicked, you know, I was like, huh. Okay. And it was more of that self-accountability that, 
take responsibility type of deal, like, you know, general topics, but like more deep dive into things. So yeah, he's my guy. He, he's, I started trying to follow a bunch of people and I was like, you know what, if I just study everything he's done and everything he's got, like, it'll be good. And, and it's really, really turn, it's, I shouldn't say turn my life around. It's changed my life radically. Um, so I would highly recommend everyone look into that. So. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you. That's my guy. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess we'll just wrap this up. Um, thank you very much for joining. Would you just uh, go ahead and share where people can find you and engage with you further if they enjoyed this? Yeah. Um, the best thing to do would just simply be to go over to 22apps.com, uh, 22apps.com, uh, 22apps.com. And, uh, and then you can check out, you know, obviously the platform, you can contact me, you can, you know, um, we can talk and see if it's right for you. Um, or, uh, you know, just hit me up at me on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And he's Math- Matthew McGregor, not Connor McGregor, Matthew McGregor. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. And that is it, everyone. I appreciate you guys. That's going to be a wrap for the show. Um, I'm, if I'd highly consider you to go check out his website. It's very, very cool. Um, and this is where I'm going to nerd out a little bit, but I mean, it's, uh, I, I'm a big app fan and I like, I like this technology and the way that things have changed. I never, never, ever, ever in my wildest dreams would have thought that I'd ever be able to make an app. And if I can do it, you can do it too. So, all right, everyone, that is going to be a wrap for the show. As always, I appreciate you joining. This is Dan Hafner signing off. Make it a great rest of your day. Hey, have you ever thought about joining a virtual run challenge? As COVID-19 continues to upend our lives and change our life routines, finding fresh ways to challenge yourself physically can be difficult. I know I'm having trouble with that. It can also be pretty hard to connect with others and find accountability partners for the purpose of fitness as well. That's why we created RunWage Virtual Challenges. RunWage Challenges are a new and exciting way to stay physically active and maintain social distancing. Every challenge takes place 100% online, and you can compete against and engage with runners from all over the world. Best of all, they are the only virtual challenges out there which actually reward participants with real cash. That means you have no excuse for staying inactive during this pandemic. So if you've been looking for a fresh and interesting way to stay active and get your miles in, go to runwageapp.com slash virtual challenges to join me and the diverse community of runners already competing. That's runwageapp.com slash virtual challenges. Can't wait to see you there.